Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey Kreppel, full-time YouTuber, part-time preschool teacher, and now the host of the podcast Circle Time. Join me every week as me and my guests mix the childlike wonder and conversational openness and acceptance of preschool that we're all nostalgic for with the realism, honesty, and wisdom baked into adulthood. With classroom-structured roots, we'll rehash standout moments of day-to-day life, dive into buzzy pop culture moments, and really just get to know each other on a deeper level. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Kelsey Kreppel and follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Time. Hey guys, this is Note to Self, and I'm your host, Peyton Sarton. From Q&As and breakup tips to simply navigating every stage of life, Note to Self is a space to get messy, explore new perspectives, and ultimately empower yourself and others. Grab some wine or a mocktail, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, hi guys, welcome back to Note to Self. I'm your host, Peyton Sarton. Thank you all so much for listening today. If you guys have access to your phone. If you're not doing hands-free, if you are, if your phone is in your vicinity, okay, or you're on your computer, can you guys please, just off top, go rate and possibly review if you have a second. Rating is like, it takes two seconds. Can you all rate note to self, please, 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 on Spotify or Apple, wherever you're listening. That helps the show so, so much. And I want to remember to ask that of you guys every episode because I was kind of like the first, what, 100 episodes I never did. And I'm like, shit, I need to like actually start being a professional podcaster. So one, that would be the greatest thing ever. The greatest gift you can give me. If you can just go rate note to self, of course, if you can give us five stars, that would also be wonderful. But do whatever is true to you. Okay, please be nice. (laughs) All right. All right. So now we're done with the promo. Today, we're going to talk about just fall favorites. I figure after last week's episode with the therapist, Guyana, one of my favorite episodes, by the way, that we've done so far, just because I've realized that, you know, emotional regulation and I guess nervous system regulation is really what I'm thinking of when I say that is truly such a key to living a happy life. I've noticed in my relationships with my family, my romantic relationships, relationships with friends, understanding my own triggers, understanding what makes me get a little bit anxious or nervous in those situations helps me, one, avoid that, and two, also kind of regulate it. Like I said, you know, nervous system regulation. So you don't get in a fight or flight mode or like a freeze mode or you don't get too anxious. You don't get too avoidant of things. So if you guys are in a relationship right now, you want to be in one or you're just, you know, if you want to apply it to relationships with your family, any kind of 
relationship that's close that could get complicated based on feelings and emotions and triggers. I think that episode is truly one of the most helpful episodes, in my opinion, that I've done on Note to Self. Also, Guyana is amazing. She is just a wealth of knowledge, and I definitely want to have her back on. Moving into this episode, let's do a little life update. Speaking about having Guyana on, I think some of you guys have noticed on Instagram that I might be somewhat kind of soft launching a man on my social media stuff. I haven't quite talked about it yet because I do want to do a podcast episode on this particular topic, and I kind of want Guyana to come back on for it just because I think it'd be great to have a professional's perspective on, you know, relationships of this nature, aka with your ex. And I also want to take my time getting into a relationship, building the relationship that I want, because I don't want, I don't want to feel rushed by outside, you know, sources. And I also don't want to feel rushed internally. And I've been trying to really take it slow and do what I'm comfortable with and ask the right questions and be both, you know, feelings-based and logical about it. And it's just, it's been an interesting few months for me of things that have been really great and really uncomfortable and embarrassing. And I've judged myself and and I've been excited for myself. And just, it's been an interesting few months. And I know that it's a topic that I feel like I definitely want to talk about. I just don't want to like come right out and talk about it in a, like a life update section. I like want to do a full episode on it. Also, I think that now would be the right time to kind of talk about the breakup and what I'm not going to give out every single detail, obviously, but kind of talk about what happened from my perspective, at least, and what I did and how I went through it to get to the point that I'm at right now for myself, which I feel really, really good about my life. I feel like I'm making the right decisions. I was actually thinking thinking the other day, I trust myself and my decisions so much, except for when I'm drunk. Like the only time I ever make decisions that I'm like, ooh, probably shouldn't have done that is when I'm drunk. Because <laughs> otherwise, I know how seriously I take the decisions that I make in my life, even small ones that I should probably take less seriously. I am so intentional about everything that I do, which is part of the reason I kind of like going out and being a little fun sometimes because I just, I am so logical all the time. And it's hard for me to let loose in my day to day and relax at all. So unless I'm drunk, I'm like, shit, that's the only time I ever make like actual bad decisions when I look back on my life and I'm like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have done that. I really don't think of very many that I, things that I've done ever in my life, like without any alcohol in my system that I really regret. You know what I mean? Or that I like feel ashamed of at all. Like I just, I really am thorough about stuff. So getting back into a relationship is something that I've been so intensely thorough about. So I want to bring that to you guys and show you guys kind of my process with that to make the best decision for myself. That was long-winded, but I will, I me just, that's just me saying, hey guys, I will acknowledge it. And you guys are, you'll get, you'll get the tea, I promise. But I want to do it the right way. Okay. Another life update, another kind of big one. Because when she said we're doing Wholesome Girl Fall, I guess I really <laughs> meant it. So I adopted a dog last week. She's been with me for a week and a day now, and her name is Winnie. She is, I adopted her, by the way, from Wags and Walks. So I had been following Wags and Walks on Instagram. I know they have some in a couple different cities also around the country. I got her here in Los Angeles, obviously. So Wags and Walks, I had heard from, or I'd heard about through my friend Jamie, who's actually been on this podcast before. And She and I were talking about how I wanted to get a dog, and I've been wanting a dog for a little while now. I did have a dog in college, Drogo, 
And at the time when I got him, I was 21 and I had never pictured myself leaving Texas. So I was like, I'll get a big dog because I, I like big dogs. I like when they're very active. I lived alone. I was a woman living alone. I was like, I want a dog that's a little more scary. So like I can walk, you know, around at night. You have like the big dog privilege, you know. <laughs> so anyways, I got him. He was supposed to be about 70 pounds ish. He ended up being like a little over 100. And I was like, that's fine. Totally cool. Like I always have a backyard. I live in Texas. Texas is pretty affordable for like where I was living, at least in college was. And I assumed I'd be in Texas living, you know, at least in like a townhouse of sorts, like renting, but like always having access to a yard. When I started my blog, which was kind of around the time I got Drogo, I I ended up getting an internship. And my parents were like, you cannot pass up this internship just because you have a dog. You have to go to this internship that I actually ended up getting through the blog at the time I was in college. So I moved out to L.A. for about six months. I would come home every so often. And my grandparents were like, we'll take Drogo. They have land. They have a couple places that they live, but always on land. And they have a ton of animals. So like Drogo became one of the pack. And anyway, he was with them during my time in L.A. when I was interning. I ended up going back to school. Drogo came with me again. And then when I decided to move out to L.A., which I thought was the best for my career, again, and I'm very lucky about this. My family was like, listen, why don't you go out there? We will take care of the dog for a little bit. And then they knew I was like obsessed with him. So they were like, we'll meet you halfway. We could drive him out there. We met in like, I think it was New Mexico. I picked Drogo up eventually once I got settled in Los Angeles. I took him out to LA. Okay, he's massive. And I also didn't wasn't making a lot of money at the time. So I didn't have a ton of money to like have people walk him or to have people help me watch him at all. I didn't have a lot of money for like excess space. And I lived with roommates who I could tell liked him, but like he's huge. He sheds everywhere. And I was just trying to make my dream work. My parents were like, I could tell Droga was getting a little depressed in the apartment. He's used to running on like a ranch. And my grandpa was really sad because they got really, really close in the time they spent together. Um, so what ended up happening was I drove Droga back to New Mexico. They met me. And they took Drogo back with them kind of indefinitely. And they were like, all right, well, why don't we just take him back? Because he's acting a little weird. He's acting a little depressed. You don't have a lot of time right now. And we want you to like do really go hard for your job, which I'm glad. Again, I'm so thankful that they were there to like help me because I I truly did not foresee me being in a situation where I, I didn't have this dog. And I don't know what I would have done without them. I don't know if I could have like done as much stuff to make my job work and all of these things if I didn't have them helping me. Anyway, fast forward, I'm missing Drogo so much, but I realized at that point, like, that he's basically been with my grandparents the same amount of time he's been with me at that point. And him and my grandpa, when I say they're soul, they're soul bonded. Like, my grandpa doesn't get along with everybody. <laughs> Not doesn't get along with everybody. He just doesn't really like that many people. I kind of feel him on that one. And they have a ton of animals and everything, but him and Drogo were just best friends. And actually, when my mom was young, her dogs that she had in college went to go live with my grandparents as well and stay with them for the rest of their lives after I was born. And he got really, really close, like soul dog level with my mom's dog, Hondo. And they were best friends. And then Hondo passed away and he was really sad. Anyway, so Drogo is his bestie. Like Drogo doesn't really like many people either. He likes me and my grandpa. And that's literally it. He doesn't, it's not that he's mean to anyone. He just doesn't really care. So at this point, I was like, damn, I really want a dog. And I was like, well, fuck, I, I don't want to have a dog that's alive and well and then get a new dog. That would be weird. Anyway, so I 
I consider bringing Drogo out. And then I was like, I don't think I can do that to my grandpa because if I ask my grandpa to bring me my dog or let me get my dog, he will say yes because all he wants to do is make me happy and he will be so sad. It's one of those things like with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> I feel like he would give me anything that I wanted. So I never ask, you know, because I know that that would hurt him. So Androga would fucking hate it. He's like still way too big for my apartment. Okay, all that said, that's my backstory with my dog that I have at my grandparents' house, who, by the way, is living his best fucking life. He never wears a leash. He goes and feeds the horses every single morning. He is running wild. He's having the best time. I love to see him so happy. So when I was talking to Jamie about this, I was like, shit, okay, last time I got a dog, he grew so big and he was from like a breeder. He's a purebred German shepherd. I thought I had control over the size and I thought I was doing something smart by going to this breeder. And he ended up being 30 pounds heavier and larger than I thought. So I was like, you know what? I'd love to have a, a dog that I know how big it's going to be. But the idea of adoption sounds great. So I was looking at Wags and Walks, you know, a bunch and creeping on their Instagram. I was also looking at the LaBelle Foundation and then Hit Living Co. I think is what they are on social media. If you guys are looking to adopt a dog, by the way, go on those uh, Instagrams because they have the cutest dogs. And I'll let you know who's available, who's not, whatever it is. Wags and Walks, when I went, said they had 38 large breed puppies available right now. So I definitely check out Wags and Walks for sure. And I really, I really loved my experience with them so far. So I'm looking at Wags and Walks. I actually was, I noticed Winnie's, now her name is Winnie, my now dog. I noticed her sister was all black. And I was kind of, I loved the idea of getting like a black or a chocolate lab. So I inquired about her sister. And when I went in to go meet the sister, I met Winnie. And she is like, I keep calling her blonde, I guess, yellow. <laughs> I don't know what to call her. Some some of the dogs in her litter are like black and white. Some of the dogs look like full German shepherds because her mom is a shepherd mix. But Winnie is like blonde. She's a blonde gal. And I met her and I was just like, I just connected with Winnie. I just love her. So they were rescued from Tijuana. Her mom is a guard dog for an auto shop in Tijuana. And when the puppies were born, they didn't really have any use for them. And I guess they were trying to sell them. And a Wags and Walks contact found out about it and got them out to Wags and Walks. So she was rescued at 12 weeks. I picked her up at 14 weeks. Wags and Walks did a great job. They got all the vaccinations done. Basically, her adoption fee that I paid was paying for vaccinations and then also pay for her spay surgery in probably January-ish. So right now she's 14 weeks. Well, actually, maybe she's like, no. Yeah, I think she's 14 weeks right now. 15 weeks, maybe. I'll have to go look at her birthday, her supposed birthday, which is July. I don't even know what day it is. I need to go look at her paperwork. But anyway, I got Winnie. I'm so happy with my decision. I think she's so cute. I'm going to do a doggy DNA test on her. The reason I chose her is because unlike Drogo, my German Shepherd that I had prior, her paws were like normal size. So I feel like she's going to be a pretty good size. I wanted a, a dog around like 60 pounds or so. I think that would be max what I want, especially living in an apartment right now. I do have a back patio where she can run wild. I have her like grass patch back there and everything. And I do have like a front porch kind of space too, which is nice. And she's super tiny. So that is my long-winded update on Winnie. I've been having the best time helping to like form her into a little good pup. She's actually very... She's pretty calm. She'll get the zoomies every now and then. She's not chewing too bad. And she's really picking up on the potty training pretty quickly. She already was like peeing on potty pads when I got her. And she already knows like sit and lay down. 
the grass patch was super, super easy. I think it's called Fresh Patch. That's what I got. And uh, I'm just really happy with like a reason to like be at home all the time because usually I'm just like home by myself and I love doing things by myself. But if you're, I work for myself and, you know, single, unmarried, don't live with a man right now. And I was just didn't have a dog or anything. So I'm like, I don't see people or or like any kind of being, living being besides my plants. So I was like, I just need to have something to do in my apartment that makes me feel fulfilled. It's not just all about me all the time because I get bored with myself. Being single can be annoying in that way because you're just like, how much self-care can I do? (laughs) I'm living alone. I guess I love it so much, but I always try to like schedule things out to get outside of the house. But now I have something to do inside of my house, which is my dream. I also have a reason to cancel everything. I have a reason to go home early. I love being out and going out with my friends. I think this summer I really did a lot of that, but I love having a reason not to also. Like this weekend is Halloween. I'm already like, do I have to do anything for this? Like, I don't want to get dressed up. Like immediately my my motivation to do anything is gone the second I have a reason to not do stuff. So we'll see what I do. But that's my whole Winnie update. That's the dog update. I, I wanted to explain the Drogo situation because I wanted you all to know that one, yes, he is still alive. <laughs> and two, people just ask about him and where he is and what the deal is. And I just feel like at the end of the day, it's better for him that he's he is where he is now, even though he's literally the most beautiful, amazing dog. I just think that he would fucking hate it here like he did the first time. And I would feel so bad. But yeah, I got him way sooner than I, you know, I got him when I was 21. So I had no I had no idea what turn my life would take. I thought it'd be in law school in Texas and truly never leave Texas. I'm pretty sure in, in high school, I was voted like most likely to like marry someone and stay in Texas forever. Like, that was a completely different version of myself. <laughs> now I'm like, I'm never going back ever. I'm just kidding. I'll go back and like, it's actually kind of my dream to have like a, like a place in Texas, like a, a getaway that I can go back and see like everyone from home and all of that stuff. I need to go back more, but it's just so hard to find the time. And now I have the dog. So oops, I guess I can't go back anywhere. I can't travel anywhere because when he has to come, I actually can drive her places. Like if I go to the Bay Area or like I'll be going probably there in Arizona in the next couple of months and I can drive her anything under like five hours, five hours ish will probably be fine. Anyway, long winded life update, but that's my life update. All right, girlies. This episode is sponsored by Wentz. So in today's episode, we're discussing our fall favorites. Uh, also heading into winter. I'm just thinking like colder weather favorites. And what I love about this fall, what I'm seeing trend wise, um, as well as just like what I love about fall in general are very classic chunky knits, blazers, just like high quality staple pieces mixed in kind of like fun, trendy ways. I'm thinking more of a capsule collection type of fall and winter wardrobe. That's what I'm kind of going for. And especially as I'm getting older, I want to have those like nice, elegant pieces in my closet that I can always go to. I know they fit right. I know that they always look good. They look high end. They look luxurious. And that is one reason. All of this is a reason that I love Quince so much. So I'm relatively new to Quince. I found out about this brand um, within this last year and I am obsessed. I love high end luxury goods so much. And the one thing about them is they're always so, so insanely overpriced. So I love that Quince has come in and uh, given us the option to have high quality pieces at a more reasonable price point. 
Quince is my go-to place for luxury essentials at prices within reach. So Quince creates timeless classics that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince's capsule wardrobe must-haves like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, and flattering pants make putting together any outfit that much easier. The washable silk is my all-time favorite thing. It's my new obsession. And the best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Also, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes, which I absolutely love because I feel like I'm a little bit picky when it comes to fabric and finish. I can always tell when something looks less, I don't know, chic and luxurious by those things. And that's what I love about Quince. Everything looks like absolutely prime. So one thing that I got from Quince other than the washable silk, um, and I love also their cashmere, is this cotton linen oversized crew sweater. So I got it in the color dusty blue. They have a couple other colors as well. And I got the size large for a little bit of an oversized look and I cannot stop wearing it. It is so, so comfortable. So get affordable luxury with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Peyton for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's com slash Peyton to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Peyton. This episode is brought to you by sax.com. I've said it before, but I wasn't super on board with the idea of summer ending, except for the fact that it means fall fashion, cozy outfits. I just love fall style. I love the colors. I love the trends. It's so chic and unbeatable. And heading into winter as well with holiday dressing, I'm actually very excited about this. So Saks.com is making it easy for me to elevate my every day. What an iconic place to shop fashion online. Of all of the fun ways to shop Saks.com, my favorites have to be shopping by their curated shops. So you can shop by trend. So you can do like quiet luxury or 90s revival. I'm very big on the quiet luxury look for fall. I think it's just so chic, so simple, so elevated. And Saks has all of the best quiet luxury look goods. Or you can shop by vibe. So like cozy vibes or disco vibes. I've been going to a lot of disco related parties lately. So that's actually very timely. You can shop by star sign or you can shop by situation. So like date or revenge dressing, you know, we absolutely love that. A couple other things I saw on the website are like the power suiting moment. The it accessories are a full fall wardrobe refresh. So this is really good for those of you who need some inspiration heading into fall for what you want to do with your wardrobe this season. I do want to touch on revenge dressing for a second because I feel like that's such a trend right now. And it's actually one of my favorite things. When I go out at night, I'm like revenge dressing all the way. At Saks.com, you can shop by situation like this. So you can find the perfect revenge dress from brands like Christopher Esber, which I've seen everybody wearing lately. I'm obsessed. And Colt Gaia, another classic fave. 
So if you're like me and you're always looking for easy ways to try new trends and a little direction in that category, or if you want a new wardrobe that fits the era that you're in, then I suggest switching your inspiration scrolling for all of your outfits to Saks.com for new ways to shop for everything every day. Now let's get into today's episode so I don't talk your ear off about the dog anymore, but if y'all want to see Winnie... You can look at her on my Instagram. Also, I'm doing it. I have a YouTube video coming up about her soon. So you guys can see Winnie's morning routine. Maybe I'll start doing that on TikTok. Winnie's day in my life. She's so freaking cute. Y'all die. Okay. So I wanted to do a fall favorites. I've got my little list here. I want to do, you know, trends, beauty, hair, things to do, entertainment, all the things people I like to follow during the fall, food. So I have a full list of things here. And I thought we'd just talk about some relatively quickly. So let's start with fall trends that I'm noticing. So this will include makeup, hair, and like style, just overall aesthetic trends. I really thought I wasn't going to be excited for fall, but now we've moved into that whole, you know, season. You know, I'm into living seasonally. We did the fall in and out list. I I like to, like I said before, like have a... Every season has a different version of myself. Summer, I was out and about. I was in the sun. I was like traveling a little bit more. I was excited to like create my own space. I loved to be like at the park and on walks and all these things, like literally like a dog. (laughs) But this fall, it's wholesome girl fall. I was a little feral this summer and that was very much on purpose. That was so much fun. I feel like I got closer with so many of my friends and I mean, the memories I got out of this summer was so, so, so fun. I think people, I don't know, I think the feral girl summer era, because I was single, like newly-ish single, it kind of seemed like out of character for me. But I am, I like to have a good time. I've been that way since I was 16. I am a true Capricorn. We like to work hard. We like to play hard. So Feral Girl Summer was not like a new thing that I was doing because I was single. I just documented it more because I wasn't dating someone who played Major League Baseball, who specifically didn't want me to document being feral because he has a professional career. (laughs) And it just like looks it looks bad for him on some level, you know, and I just wanted to be cognizant of that. But I have been feral forever. That doesn't mean I don't have my shit together. It just means You work hard and you play hard and things are compartmentalized. But no, it wasn't my single girl era. I was like that in a relationship too. I just didn't like talk about it very much because I just didn't want to make someone who has a real person job who like, I don't think his job is traditional, but he has like a job where his like reputation matters and he needs to look like a good teammate and all these things. He needs to pay attention to that. I can kind of do whatever I want because I'm my own boss and it's kind of a free for all over here. So yeah, no, I was a single girl. I've acted like a single girl. Even when I was in a relationship, I was definitely the one that he was like taking my makeup off for me and (laughs) removing my boots. I was just like, go lay in the bed and like, be like, take off my shoes, take off my makeup. So feral girl forever, but more wholesome girl fall is coming up. I'm turning 30 in a couple months. I say that every, every episode multiple times. I just think it's such a milestone. So I'm like, okay, maybe I should start getting my shit together. Also, like being feral is so much fun, but I also want reasons to not be that feral because I'm so tired. It's exhausting. So at least fall will be like a nice little break, I think, to be wholesome and I have something to do with the dog. Um, my romantic life is a little bit different now. So 
I am very excited. All that to say, I'm very excited for fall. So with fall trends, I was kind of doing some research on TikTok and I saw some beauty and fashion trends that I didn't love so much. And then I saw some that I fucking love so much. So we're going to talk about those. Number one trend. We'll start with makeup, beauty, grungy makeup. So when I think grungy, I don't necessarily think like full Amy Winehouse kind of vibe, like with a really graphic eyeliner, a little bit like sweatier looking on purpose. I'm thinking like like a full matte brown diffused eye with like a darker lip. I love that look on Pinterest. I will link my Pinterest, by the way. I have so much makeup inspiration that has like a, it's kind of like a matte brown eye with a darker kind of like juicy lip, which I'm loving. I'm loving a dark lip for fall. I think that this looks good on me when I have a little bit more of a tan though. Y'all know I love my Palm Beach tan. I will be a Palm Beach tan girl forever. Um, I just go into get the booth, the Mystic Booth Spray. I normally get, I think it's medium amethyst, which is the purple undertone, and it makes it not orange. I feel like this for my skin, I don't know what it is, but it makes it my, it doesn't come off of my skin like a normal, you know, not even a normal, a high-end spray tan does. I feel like I pay a ton of money for high-end spray tans, and they always come off shitty, or they look too orange, or whatever it is. This is the one I know and trust. Also, there's Palm Beach tan most places in the U.S., I feel like, so Everywhere I've lived, I've been able to like access my Palm Beach tan. I think I pay $60 a month for unlimited sprays. And then I go in and pay like $5 each time I get the amethyst thing. Very specific. But to have the dark lip and a grungy eye, I like also like to have my tan and then like a faux freckle. I have a little freckle pen from Amazon, but I really like the freck ones, I think. Or just using like an eyeliner pen, like a little, like the Stila brown eyeliner, the liquid one, doing teeny dots. And then kind of like I put it on my nose and then I kind of tap and move the product around a little bit to create like kind of more shading and all that stuff. So I already I do have freckles on my face, but I kind of cover them sometimes when I do makeup. So I love that look with a grungy eye, more of a velvety skin, some freckles. I accentuate my beauty mark that has now been somewhat removed with the laser treatments I've done, which is kind of sad. And then a darker lip. Also, what I'm noticing with the darker lip for fall is it's a little glossier rather than matte. I'm really liking on TikTok. I've seen the cherry cola lips, which are really, really pretty. Definitely go search that if you don't know what I'm talking about, because I think it's really pretty. And I love that paired with a not like a super dark, crazy eye, but just like a diffused matte brown eyeshadow. I think it's really pretty. Let's see what else. Let's see what else do I have here. Okay, so for hair, bows. So I was a little out on the bows. It depends on what kind of bow it is, though, for me. I like the way it looks depending on the outfit. Now, I think as a 30-year-old woman, wearing a bow can skew weird. And here's the thing. If you like it, then you like it. You do what you want. But I have to make sure I'm doing it the right way because it's more childlike. And I feel like it just like kind of weirds me out. It gives me like Disney adult vibes sometimes when people wear bows in their hair. We're going another direction. We're going to go like more quiet luxury. I'm talking about wearing it with like blazers and things that are a little more conservative in my opinion and simple. So like a nice little ribbon, like a thin one. I think it's so cute for like a half up, half down style. I got some up of Amazon that I really like. I also like bows with like a sweat pant outfit, like a baggier sweatpant outfit. I feel like it might add something a little bit, but I don't want to skew like 
baby child <laughs> in the bow. I want it to be chic and elevated and just a way to kind of um, change my hairstyle up a little bit in a fun way and a very like holiday-esque kind of way without being, again, like I said, like Disney adult kind of vibes. So sorry if you are a Disney adult. It's just not for me. Not not my thing. Also, headbands. Obviously, like a classic headband. Wonderful. Great. But I'm loving the resurgence of the headbands I used to wear when I was younger that are kind of like the cloth stretchy ones. and putting that kind of like right on your hairline and that wearing like some kind of chunky earring I think is really pretty. It kind of makes it look a little... I don't know, more like sporty in my opinion, which I really like and gets my hair out of my face, which I absolutely love. So big on the headbands. I also have some of that from Amazon. I will link my Amazon shop as always in the description so you guys can see what I'm talking about because I have all this stuff linked in like my hair stuff, whatever. I love shopping on Amazon. I know it's like not the best for the environment and all that stuff, but it's accessible. It's easy. It gets to you quickly. I know y'all like it too. Okay. So I got my bows. I got my headbands. All right. In terms of trends for clothes, I am seeing people wear red like everywhere, like a bright red, which again, I was like, "Mm, I'm unsure of this one. And then I've noticed ways that I really like people like I like the way certain styles are incorporating this. So I've seen like a red vegan leather pant. I think that's really cool, like a darker red. I've seen obviously a red lip is nice. A red like leather bomber jacket, specifically ones that I've seen thrifted are so freaking cool. I love them. And again, I like that. I like the cherry red, but I also like the red that skews a little bit darker, almost into like maroon. I think that's really pretty. Uh, I've seen some red boots, which I think for me, I don't know if it's really my style, but I've seen some people styling them kind of almost like preppy in a way, which I've really, really liked. I like the resurgence of basically my school uniform aesthetic. (laughs) is happening in this fall, I guess. But anyway, I've liked the red so far. A red sweater, a red cardigan. I wore a red cardigan to record a couple episodes ago, and I got a lot of compliments on that color. So I'm loving red. Reformation has a red cardigan right now that I'm obsessed with. Uh, I think it's on back order. I feel like everyone's probably seen it because I think that's why it's on back order because everyone's bought it. It looks really comfy. So I think a red cardigan would be such a cute way and also like leaning more like into a holiday and stuff like that, it's going to be such a popular color. So I'm loving the red. I'm also loving gray, just like a full gray outfit. Obsessed. I don't know if I would go full red quite yet. Maybe. I think Alice and Olivia does some really cool like monochrome looks that incorporate red. I'm pretty sure like a red pant with like a tube top, a red tube or a strapless top. I don't know how you, what you call that one. But anyway, so the gray though, I'm loving a full gray outfit. I think that's so chic, a gray like pant, some kind of slacks with like a I'm, I'm thinking more of like a leaning into charcoal gray, like a medium to charcoal gray. I think it's so clean looking and so chic. I also have a pair of sneakers that I have linked my recent links highlight on Instagram that I wear constantly that have like a silver on them. I think they look so good and sporty and they make like a gray slack outfit look more athletic kind of and more casual, which I love. I feel like I'm going to be living in that this fall. But yeah, gray, charcoal, obsessed with that. And also the red, like I said, I'm also seeing muted green everywhere. And again, this is not like obviously a serious topic. Okay, I'm talking about colors. This is just fun for fall. I like to change my wardrobe up a little bit during the fall time and still have things that I can wear throughout the rest of the year or I can wear next year that are pretty simple. But like just kind of leaning into fall, it's just fun. It's supposed to be like 
just a good time for my aesthetic girlies. You know what I mean? All right. So let's move into I've got the last trending category I have is shoes. So I think for fall for me, loafers are huge. I got a pair of Prada loafers last year that are obviously still in perfect condition. I hope to keep them for a very long time. So I invested in those. Also, Dolce Vita makes some good loafers that I've seen as well. If you want something a little bit more affordable, sometimes with shoes that I know I'm going to wear for a long time that are just classics, I like to just invest a little bit and getting the pair that I want that I love to put on that I'm excited to put on that I can break in and they feel good all the time. So I love those Prada loafers. They're just black. They're pretty flat. They're not like platformed or anything like that. So I'm loving a loafer, obviously with socks. I feel like it's just an easy thing to slip on. I love my Birkenstocks as well. I also love, okay, I didn't really like the Sambas or Sambas, however you say it, before because I didn't like the black ones. I've also seen the red ones on some people, which I know is definitely a trend like we've talked about. But I like the white ones with the black stripes. I'm actually a fan of those. So I might buy myself some of those for this fall. It's a nice like sneaker. I'm liking the metallic sneakers. Like I said, I had the Nike sneakers that I absolutely love that I will have linked on my Instagram. It's at Peyton Sartain. It looks like Sartain. It's P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-A-R-T-A-I-N. You can look at my recent links highlight for that one. But anyways, I like a sneaker that's a little bit more elevated. So I'll probably have the Sambas and I'll have those Nike sneakers that I love and wear all the time. Let's see what else. Ballet flats. This is another one I was like, I don't know about this one. I'm, I'm coming around to the idea. I need to find the perfect pair of ballet flats, but I think I'm coming around to them for sure. I think they do look very chic. I did live like a solid portion of my middle school life in ballet flats. So maybe it just like reminds me of that a little bit, Uh, but they're really comfy. I think they're an ideal comfort shoe for like running errands and things like that. Also classic and classic Texan style, my cowboy boots. I have a million pairs of cowboy boots. Some of them are still in storage and back in Texas, actually, which I'm a little bit sad about, but I have gotten a lot of new Tacovas lately, which I'm loving. I specifically have the Katie boot and I of different colors. I just got them in like a brown color, which I actually didn't have here in Los Angeles. So loving that. I think it's a super fun way to make outfits a little more, I guess, true to my style. Um, That's what I'm wearing today with my like cute little fuzzy cardigan. I've got my cowboy boots on and just feels very much like me. Also, they're so easy. Once you break in your boots and they're just like soft leather, especially when it's a good pair of boots, they're just so comfortable and you just slip them on and go. That's what I love about cowboy boots the most. Birkenstocks. I don't know if I said that one. I love my Birkenstocks with a fuzzy sock or like a thick sock. I get my socks from Amazon most of the time. Those are also linked to my Amazon shop. I'm, I'm all about the, the socks, really. So when it comes to more fancy shoes, I'm loving pointed toe heels, not super tall, but like a slingback pointed toe heel, I think is so classic and so pretty. So I have this one pair coming in soon from Reformation. They're kind of like mesh and then they have a black pointed toe. They're a slingback, which I I just like I'm obsessed with them. I think I'm going to wear them a lot. And then I have just requested from another brand that I love a like almost like black denim pair of pointed toe slingbacks and then a tan suede pair that I really like. And I'll show you guys those if they work out also on my Instagram. This episode is sponsored by Tacovas. I am so excited to be partnering with Tacovas. I am obsessed with these boots. For fall, for many a reason, I love a pair of cowboy boots. It's football season. 
which means it's definitely boot season. One thing I miss about college so much is just like tailgating, especially in Texas. Like we used to tailgate at AM in like a muddy field. So when you go tailgating at AM, everyone was wearing their boots. It was just like, it's so nostalgic for me. I like cowboy boots all year long, but there's something about cowboy boots for the fall season with fall outfits, especially when football season is here. That is so nostalgic for me. Step out to your tailgate or watch party in Tacovas this fall. Tacovas handcrafted boots for men and women will elevate your game day look with dozens of styles and colors. You will definitely find them to be a stylish way to rep your team. Handcrafted from premium bovine and exotic hides, every pair of Tacovas is quality made to keep you in a personal style that's all yours to own and for others to admire. From vintage denim to more formal attire, a great pair of boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw eyes and start conversations. Especially living in California, I feel like boots have definitely gotten much more popular, but over the years, wearing my cowboy boots in California has always started a conversation. So when you pair all of this with Tacova's signature out-of-the-box comfort, direct-to-consumer pricing, and free shipping and exchanges on all boots, you'll never have to worry about scoring your perfect pair because Tacova's customer service is always at your service. So I have the Annie boot in three different colors. That's definitely my favorite. I have it in like a green color. I have them in like, I think it's called bone. It's like more of a white cream color. And then I have like a classic kind of like caramely brown color, um, which I actually just got those. This is the softest leather. I feel like usually you have to break in boots, but with Jacobas, I've never had a problem like just wearing them straight out of the box. When comfort leads, confidence follows, and Tacovas delivers both right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently all season long. Today's episode is sponsored by Factor. With the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. I'm telling y'all, one, we've talked about how it's wholesome fall, okay? Two, I am so busy with this puppy now. I feel like because she's so mobile, I cannot take my eyes off of her. Luckily, I do get some free time when she's in her crate, but otherwise, I'm having to keep my eyes peeled at all times, okay? Because she will pee somewhere. <laughs> all right. So, what has taken a back seat is my cooking from home, really. And I was worried I was going to spend so much money ordering in and Factor has really come to my aid here. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle because it's healthy girl fall, obviously. So with Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store, and I can't take Winnie in the grocery store, so I'm, I'm loving the convenience of this. And you can skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factors, fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy and then get back to crushing your goals. So you can choose from more than 35 weekly flavor-packed meals that promote a healthy lifestyle and meet all of your meal preferences. Relish in the best of autumn with fall flavors. Factors limited time only hearty comforting meals featuring seasonal veggies like cranberry pecan chicken and apple Dijon pork chops. They also have gourmet plus options so you can treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. 
So head to factormeals.com slash note to sell 50 and use code note to sell 50 to get 50% off. That's code note to sell 50 at factormeals.com slash note to self note to sell 50 to get 50% off. All right. So now that we're talking about trends, I want to talk to you all about some brands that I'm liking in particular. Um, These are brands that I've mostly found on Instagram and then some classic brands that I wanted to include some kind of more affordable brands. You'll know I'm big at this point in my life on having less, which means because I buy less, I spend usually more on each item. Fast fashion is not my thing. Obviously, it's effects on the environment. It's effects on the people who create the clothing. It's all pretty bad. But I do understand affordability is really important. But for me, fast fashion, a lot of the times looks like shit. Like I just don't like the way it looks. So I'm not going to personally buy it no matter how cheap it is. Like I'd rather be pretty particular and again, have less. Like I've been looking for a pair of black pointed toe slingbacks like I talked about for a while now. And there were so many options that I could have gotten that were cheap that it could just like be standards until I found the ones that I wanted. But I just couldn't bring myself to waste the money on them because like, why would I do that? I did end up buying the ones from Reformation. So they're not like super, super high end or anything, but they're definitely not cheap. So that's kind of the way that I shop for clothes. So sometimes when I'm asked, what would I buy that's more affordable? One, that's a, I don't know what affordable means to everyone that asked me that question. But for me, I'd rather spend a little bit more money on something I know is going to last. So I don't have to replace them because it ends up being the same cost at the end of the day. If I'm going to buy a million pairs because the heel is breaking and then like next year they're kind of like not in season or they're not they look ugly now or like they just look like the vegan leather looks like it's vegan leather kind of situation like I just like to make sure I'm buying something that I'm going to love and use so I don't waste money on things that I don't like that's kind of how I go into shopping it's not always about being fancy it's just about being like both smart with my money but also like filling my closet with things that I truly love and that I'm proud of Otherwise, I don't really want to have it. You know what I mean? So I am very particular about the, quote, fast fashion brands that I do buy from. So I have included some more affordable, some brands that would be considered fast fashion. These brands also have an element of eco-friendly, too. So they have some products that are made more eco-friendly. So I like to shop those if possible. More slow fashion within the fast fashion. So I'm going to start with some of the ones that I found that are cool girl brands through Instagram, and then we'll go move down to more classics. And then I have some more affordable brands in here as well that I actually do buy from and like. But like I said, I'm particular. So this has been thought out. Okay. So one brand that I've been really, really obsessed with lately and their their Instagram content is like my favorite. It shows up all the time. I think Instagram knows that I'm obsessed with them is Inda. So I've always been a, a fan of Inda. It's I-N-D-A-H. I've always been a fan of their like um, vacation wear and more like beach wear and stuff like that. But lately, I'm just like loving their kind of ready to wear stuff. I They have a few like maxi dresses that are just so, so, so my style. I'm obsessed with them. So Enda, for sure, if you're going on any kind of like vacation at all this fall or winter, cutest swimsuits. I'm obsessed, obsessed with all the resort wear and just like their day to day wear. Another one I've seen a lot that I feel like is really making come up is Mixed Gals. And they have the cutest sets and dresses. I'm obsessed with them. I've seen a couple of brands that kind of copying their vibe lately, which means they're making it for sure. So Mixed Gals is great. I think it seems like a great company as well. Then there is Philly Boo, which it's F-I-L-L-Y-B-O-O. I used to 
adore Philly Boo. When I first started doing my blogging stuff back when I was like probably 20, 22 or 23, I loved their dresses and stuff. Very girly and feminine. And now they have a, just a more modern take on what I used to love about Philly Boo. I love their latest collection. I think it's so pretty. So definitely go check this that out if you want to see a more like feminine kind of vibe. I think that some of these brands, it would be great. Like maybe they're not everyday wear, but it's more like if you have something special coming up, it's something for those kinds of occasions because some of these are not cheap at all, but they're small brands that I do love and I will support completely. Okay. So then we have an obvious one, Reformation. I love what Reformation stands for. I love their products. I think they always do a good job with kind of things for every occasion at a price point that makes sense for the quality, in my opinion. So I love their bags. I love their shoes as well. I also love like their sweaters. I love their dresses. I love their stuff for like as a wedding guest. I feel like that's the go-to for me when I'm thinking about going to a wedding is Reformation. Some of their stuff I feel like you can really tell is from Ref and I don't always like when someone can like point that out and be like I've seen that online a million times. But other things that they have I feel like are more unique looking. I know they have some kind of I don't want to say vintage section right now but it's almost like a like they have a couple, it almost seems like samples that they didn't use or something that are on their, like a trunk show. It's not a trunk show. I don't know how to describe it. Just go on Reformation and, and look around. Actually, you know what? I'll do it. I'll do it the back end. The least I can do. Okay, well, they don't have it on here anymore. So Josh, you can just take that part out. <laughs> let, me, let me make sure. So Reformation also, like I said, their shoes, they've got some really great, well-made shoes that have lasted me a long time. And they've got like good ballet flats, good slingbacks, things like that. So big Reformation fan. I think it's one of those ones, a classic that I always trust. Another one that I always trust is Frankie Shop. I've only bought one thing from Frankie Shop that I didn't love, and it was a pair of denim shorts. But otherwise, their blazers are my favorite. I also can get, if you go to the Frankie Shop and their blazers are sold out, because they usually are, I got mine from Louisa Villaroma. Louisa Villaroma, however you say that. Again, this is definitely a... It's more of a an investment piece when you're going for a blazer. But I knew like I always will wear a black blazer. I will always wear a brown blazer. I've had those for a couple of years now. I also like that their blazers are like they have pockets that actually work because they're well made. They've got pockets on the inside as well. I'm a huge fan of the Frankie shop. Their slacks are really great, too. But the blazers that like oversized look, I think they're great with because I think that they do the proportions right. Let's see what else. Cezanne is another company I've seen. It's S-E-Z-A-N-E. That's kind of like a cool girl, quiet luxury brand that I've seen people buying a lot from online. So I'm loving that brand as well. Ghani, I love. So I love Ghani's clothes, but mostly I love their shoes. I feel like they're always so on trend and they're like high end without being like way, 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 way too expensive. So I like that kind of like middle brand. When it comes to things that are getting a little bit more affordable, we have Quince, which is actually a sponsor of the podcast. I love Quince because they have some really timeless classic pieces that I fucking love. They also have washable silk, which I really like. I think having like a black silk maxi skirt in your closet is so key. And I've been looking for one that I really like. And I just got one from Quince. Actually, I'm obsessed. I have a cashmere sweater from them that I really like. It's just a good, high quality place to get pretty affordable pieces. You can have the staples for a really long time. Let's see what else I have here. For shoes, I get a lot of questions about affordable shoes. Dolce Vita is one of my favorite, more affordable shoe brands. I feel like that they do 
they don't mess with the quality so much to get a little bit lower of a price point or a more affordable price point. Not like cheap by any means, but definitely more doable, I think, for people who want to like re-up their fall shoe wardrobe without spending a ton of money. And they still look really quality. I think they look like classic and high end. So I'm obsessed with Dolce Vita. Also, Schutz or Schutz. I don't know how you say it. It's S-H-U-T-Z. Again, not cheap, but definitely for me, it makes sense for the quality. I have two pairs of their Mariana boot and suede. I have a brown pair and a black pair. I've worn both boots so many times already. I'm obsessed with them. Again, you can find those in my recent links. Also in my Instagram, I usually have in my bio that like little link tree thing. And I have my outfit links in like to know it. And I've linked most of the stuff on like to know it. So if you guys want to see like outfits and how I'm styling these things, it will be on there. But yeah, shoots I love. I have some heels from them. I have some boots from them. They actually have a store really close to my place. So I might go over there and see if they have any cool ballet flats. But if I get new ballet flats, if I find something that I like, I already know they're going to be at Reformation or they're going to be at shoots. Another one, a classic that I like is Princess Polly. I feel like I don't currently have a discount code for them to share, but literally go to any influencers page and I'm sure someone has a 20% off code to share. Princess Polly I like because I it's trendy. It's very affordable. Again, you can always get a discount from some influencers and code. I'm sure you can look on TikTok too. Just like search Princess Polly and I'm sure someone has done a haul recently with a code for you. But I just like that there's so many options for so many different styles and I'm actually pretty surprised with how elevated some of their pieces look sometimes. I also like that shipping and returns are really easy. So I'll usually buy kind of like more like loosely and then I'll return pretty easily because it's just so easy. So Princess Polly is definitely like a pretty accessible brand to buy from that I do approve of. They also have like a conscious line, which I'll try to get like basics from because I think they do pretty good basics. Let's see. Naked as well. It's N-A-K-D. A lot of like overseas influencers do partnerships with them, like a actual like a capsule collection. I really like Naked. I tried to buy more in bulk from Naked this last go around. And in bulk, I mean, I bought like six things and I was like, it's fine. I'll buy a couple things and then I'm sure some of this won't like look that great. So I'll just like send it back. And it all was great. It all looked wonderful. I really liked it. Naked has really good sweaters and slacks. I feel like it's kind of more of a more affordable Frankie shop look, but they also have a ton of options. They've done partnerships with like Josephine HJ and with Hannah Schoenberg, which are two of my favorite influencers to follow fashion wise. So they've got really, really pretty collections that um, can kind of steer you in the right direction for fall, I think. So another one and other stories. I think that this company almost like gets overlooked. It gives me a little bit of like a Reformation vibe. The price point is a little more affordable than Reformation. And I really like their sweaters and stuff. They have a a store close to me as well. So when I go on my walk, sometimes I'll pop in there. I always find something I like. They've got great accessories. They've got great shoes as well and good sweaters and dresses. I just bought the cutest green sweater from them the other day, but I'm a huge fan of and other stories and you can buy them online. Saks, obviously classic. It has many of the brands that I've mentioned. Big fan, easy to shop. It's definitely a sponsor of the show as well. So I like to throw and sponsors that I love. It's also just like a classic place to shop. I feel so fancy when I shop at Saks, even though like they have some pretty affordable stuff. And then lastly, like I mentioned, Tacovas. I have most of my boots from Tacovas. I find that like breaking in cowboy boots can be kind of rough sometimes. And 
the leather that Tacovas uses. I don't know what they do. I don't know why it's so soft, but I've never had to like break in a pair of Tacovas, which is nice. You can kind of just like put them on and you're good to go. I would say if you're going to get some Tacovas though, I do like the KD boot. That's the one I have. And I have it in like green, white, and brown. I would size down between half a size and a full size, depending on what kind of sock you're going to wear with the boot. Just a little tip, a little Tacovas tip. All right. So let's go into beauty real quick. I want to do more like hands off beauty when it comes to like my skincare. I just want to be prepared. So I want to, in, in terms of my skin, I want to get my skin under control. I did a Zeo peel again a couple weeks ago. Loved it. I think it really helps with texture for me. I'm going to do some kind of peel that's going to help with my melasma because I do have that. I have some sunspots. I have some like post acne scars. So I definitely want to get one of those peels. I don't know what it's called, but I'm going to get it a little bit later more in like the winter time when I'm going to be out of the sun a little bit more. So the Zio peel I've loved. I've gotten it from Dr. Barrett's office, Barrett Beverly Hills. That's where I also get my Botox. So big fan of that office. If you are here in Los Angeles, they are offering 20% off of a treatment. If you say my name at the time of booking for the month of October. So definitely hurry up and get your treatments booked. Call them, let them know that I sent you and they'll hopefully honor that discount for you depending on when you call, obviously. All right. Beauty. Another thing I'm really trying to focus on is hydrating my skin. I get really, really dry just all the time. I'm a huge lotion girl like we've talked about, but uh, when it comes to fall and winter season, I'm definitely very dry. So I've been going ham using my Tatcha both the like gel cream, the blue one, the water cream and during the daytime and then the dewy skin cream at night. I just feel like my skin feels so hydrated after I use Tatcha products, specifically the moisturizers. So I use the blue one, like I said, during the day or before makeup. And then I use the dewy one, the purple one in the evening time. It's a little bit thicker. I love my Tatcha. It lasts forever. I'm a huge fan of Tatcha. Let's see. Lip stains. I've got a lip stain on right now. I don't remember what color this one is, but it's by Wonder Skin. I just got them off Amazon. I like them a lot. I think lip stains are definitely one of my go-tos because I hate reapplying and I won't do it. So especially when I go out at night and I'm just like not paying attention. I love a lip stain because I don't like when my lips look like, I don't know, it's like shrivelly and just like nude. I'm not a nude lip kind of girl. I like it to look a little bit pink or like darker for sure. What else? I do get asked a lot about my favorite foundation, Armani Luminous Silk times a thousand, times a thousand, times a thousand. I have it in a couple different colors based on what stage of fake tan I'm in. Right now I'm in stage zero. So I'm using the lightest shade that I have, but I'm a huge fan of Armani Luminous Silk. I love that you can build it up. You can make it pretty sheer. I love that. I also use the Ilia Skin Tint, I believe is what it is. It has SPF in it. So I use that during the daytime if I don't really want to put on like, like a foundation foundation. What else do I have? Oh, I'm loving the Patrick Ta She's Sculpted little bronzer duo. I like to use the cream product not only to bronze my face, but on my eyes as like a base of eyeshadow. And then I use the Mario Makeup by Mario Master Mattes palette on top of that to have that like kind of brown diffused shadow eye that I really like so much. And then another one I wanted to talk to you all about I never really change my fragrance. I love my, what's it? The Baccarat Rouge 540. I'm obsessed with that fragrance. I feel like it's really sexy. But during, I wanted like a daytime fragrance and I found it's the Byredo or Byredo. I don't know how to say that, but B-Y-R-E-D-O, Byredo. They have a fragrance called Lil Fleur and 
it's like floral, but not in a way that's like sweet and overwhelming to me. Sometimes I think florals kind of smell like laundry softener, kind of. Like it smells cheap to me. They did such a good job with this one. I'm obsessed with that scent. And I think it'll be a great one for the daytime. I know they have one that's more of like a nighttime floral scent. And I really want to go try that one or get a little swatch of it because I want something sexier a little bit too, especially for fall. Even during the day, I feel like things are just like darker and sexier in the fall and winter time. So that's all my beauty stuff. And then let's get through. All right. We've got wellness and food. And then I've got my favorite people I want to follow for all of this. So wellness and food. I'm a big bone broth girly these days. I'll wake up and usually have my greens, my AG1, and then I'll have um, a cup of bone broth. It is so hot here in Los Angeles, but there's something about sipping my warm bone broth in my cold house that makes me feel like fall. So big bone broth girl. I get mine from Trader Joe's. I've also got some really, really good bone broth from, I forgot what it's called, but it's this stall at the Melrose Place Farmer's Market, which by the way, did not know that was a thing until this last Sunday. I went to go get some bagels from Yeasty Boys over there. And I saw this full, like the chicest farmer's market you've ever seen in your life. Like it's like right in front of like Zimmerman. (laughs) They're doing a full farmer's market. Um, Really cute. They've got a lot of good like um, beverages. They've got local honeys. They've got the bone broth place that I, uh, I bought two packs of bone broth from. But otherwise, just Trader Joe's will do great. But definitely look at the quality of the bone broth you're drinking. Super good for you, by the way. Another thing I've been obsessed with lately is bagels. I've been trying to find some good bagels here in LA. I tried Yeasty Boys this last weekend at home. If I'm going for something just like healthier that is also good, like not the best bagels in the world, but something that I just enjoy eating and I'm not going to be picky about, I am obsessed with better bagels. I get them at Whole Foods in the frozen section. So they're like protein filled bagels. They've got a lot of fiber in them. So I'm getting like the sensation of eating like a really great bagel, but it's also nutrient dense, which I like because usually when I eat at home, I try to be healthy and I try to have at least like nutrient dense meals. So better bagels are my new fave thing. I got the cinnamon flavor this last time. I'm definitely going to get the sesame one. They also have like better like brioche buns for like hamburgers and stuff like that too. I, I really like them. So if you guys don't know what that is, definitely look them up. Better bagels, really good. They also sell them at Thrive Market, which is another thing that I'm loving. Thrive Market has some really great like more wholesome nutrient dense snacks. I'm a big snacker and I love snacking on like produce and stuff, but I also just love like salty snacks. Like chips and salsa is my favorite go-to. It's very like Tex-Mex of me, but you know, any kind of dip with like hummus or anything like that. So they have some good options for that at Thrive Market. They also have better bagels at Thrive Market. In terms of recipes that I'm liking, I'm loving rotisserie chicken meals. Just going to Whole Foods, getting rotisserie chicken, you know, chopping it up and using it in like soups and like bowls and things like that. It's making my life super easy and it feels very fall-esque to me. I like, I'm not a huge soup girl, but I like some very specific soups. I'm trying to find out how to make a still good, but lighter version of like a potato soup. Cause y'all know I love mashed potatoes, but no surprise. I also love potato soup so much. So I want to do like some kind of lightened version. Cause if I'm going somewhere to get potato soup, I want to get like the full potato soup, potato soup. But at home, I want to have something that has like a little more protein and it maybe, maybe can sneak in some veggies. So I'll figure that out on TikTok. I'm sure there's a bunch of places that have recipes for that. Also, I saw Wishbone Kitchen recently do a, a recipe. Whoa, 
what am I saying? A recipe <laughs> that I really want to try. It's like a rotisserie chicken included soup that had just like pre-made rice and it looks like spicy and it just looked really good. It was like almost like a green color. But Wishbone Kitchen, by the way, I freaking love following her. And I'm going to miss her summer and the Hamptons content, but I'm going to be following her very closely for soup season as well. Okay, so a couple of people I like to follow that are giving me fall vibes, by the way. This is how we'll end this episode. Oh, wait, I didn't mention my wellness one. Symbiotica supplements. I really trust Symbiotica so much. I live by my magnesium supplement at nighttime. I like their vitamin C. I like their creatine. My trainer told me to take the creatine supplement because it helps with working out. So started taking that one. They all taste really good. I also take NMN, which is helpful for aging, allegedly, uh, from the research I've seen. So I'm loving my symbiotica. I'm very serious about my supplements. Um, I have been this summer, but also like leaning into fall, leading into getting, you know, my pivotal 30th birthday, which is on the 30th. So it's my golden birthday. I just want to be healthy and happy in my 30s. I want it to be the best decade ever. So we're we're starting it now. This is where this starts. The prep is, it's been happening and it's starting very seriously now. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. So my supplement routine morning and evening is really important to me. I share more about that on Instagram pretty regularly, by the way. Okay, so who you need to follow this fall? I made a pretty short list here, but I love to follow these women on social media for various reasons that I follow them. So we'll start with someone that I am internet friends with. Her name is Rachel Grace Wilson. I love her style, especially for fall. I love her content in general. I think it's really wholesome and like the aesthetic is great, but I also just love her style. I think she has a really cool personal style infused, but still approachable like take on fall fashion. So I'm obsessed with her content on Instagram is where I mainly like see her stuff. So it's Rachel Grace Wilson, my friend Morgan Riddle. She's been on the podcast before. I've talked about her before. What I've noticed about Morgan is I love her recommendations. I love her podcast recs. I love her show recs. Anytime she recommends something, I feel like I typically also enjoy it. So if you're looking for new recommendations, whether it be, you know, audiobook or a podcast, I think she honestly intakes a lot of information from what I've noticed about following her both on Instagram and on YouTube. Actually, I really like her YouTube videos. She always just has good recommendations based on whatever she's going through in life. And I just love that. There are very few influencers that I like feel like they recommend things and I always like what they recommend. So Morgan Riddle for that. Then on TikTok, I found this girl named Nicole Stussy. It's I took a screenshot of her of her TikTok. So I remembered her at. Let me find it real quick. It's nutritiously Nikki N-I-K-K-I. But she's a Dallas girl. So she does like lighter at home recipes that are just like lighter versions of favorites. Again, kind of what I like to like pack things with nutrients and protein if I can. I wouldn't say I eat like insanely clean or healthy, but I definitely just like to get the most out of each meal. And I like the way she does her food, like on the way she shows how to cook everything is helpful. And then also just like the food she cooks actually is just stuff that I would always eat. And like these, this is kind of what, how I make my weekly meal plans is I go on TikTok and find some recipes that exactly like she would make and then choose a couple to make for the week and do that. So I can enjoy my food and also feel good about it. Very into her. And then Olivia McDowell. I've actually followed her for a while now in her at on TikTok. It's Olivia with two A's. Olivia A McDowell with two L's at the end. I love her beauty content. I love her hosting content. She's like 
just does these iconic dinner parties. And I feel like her aesthetic is great. She's also really good with like, she does TikToks about like what to bring like as a gift for someone hosting for you, et cetera. I feel like she's just like so chic and everything she does feels elevated. So really like to follow her, especially for fall and winter. I'm excited for her like holiday content. And then who else do I have? Oh, Nara Smith. I've mentioned her before. I love her, like what I eat in a day content. She makes a lot of food for her family, like for her husband and her kids. I feel like she's just so wholesome and so insanely beautiful. It like hurts my face to look at. So I absolutely love to follow her. And I, whenever I go to her page, I just like, I one, she consistently posts content. And two, it just like makes me feel good. Same with Olivia's. Olivia McDowell's. I love her um, content as well. So that's who I'm following this fall. And that's who I think if you want to continue the fall vibes, you should definitely follow those women across the internet. I think that that would be really helpful to your daily life because it is to mine. Other than that, I really don't have much else to tell you other than everything I just told you for like an hour half straight. Like I have nothing else to tell you. Let me think. Let me think. Do I have any updates for you guys that I need to tell you before I sign off here? Not really. I hope everyone has a pretty safe Halloween weekend. I know it's not Halloween technically until next week, but I feel like most people celebrate you know, the week before. I have no idea what I'm going to be. I'm recording this on the Tuesday before Halloween weekend. Probably need to get some kind of costume, but also I'm just so tired and I'm really like, should I just make myself soup and clean my apartment? Because let me tell you, taking care of the dog and doing my job is, it's been difficult just because I have to watch her at all times. It's like having obviously like a a baby that also can like move around at the speed of light and pee everywhere on stuff constantly. So like I can't leave her alone (laughs) at all. And she's always eating everything off the ground. That has been fine, to be honest. Dog mom has been a good era for me so far. And I love to go on walks. Like she's kind of like fallen into my life pretty easily. But that means I haven't had enough time to like clean. So I feel like I'm like living in filth. So maybe the weekend is a good time to do that and just like prep and like be wholesome. I don't know. We'll see. But y'all please have a safe holiday weekend or Halloween weekend, whatever you want to call it. And I will talk to you guys next week. Thank y'all so much for listening to today's episode. You can catch a new episode of Note to Self every Thursday. Please, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the good stuff. I always want to hear from you. So please leave a rating and review if you have a sec. Follow Note to Self on social for all the behind the scenes action and more info about the show at NTS by PS on Instagram and at Note to Self pod on TikTok. And I'll talk to y'all next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.